Welcome to Ranch Girl Rants Podcast, where a couple of cowgirls talk about pretty much everything. Social issues, current events, true crime cases, ranch living, and we even delve into the hunt for Bigfoot. This podcast may contain strong language and is suitable for mature audiences. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Ranch Girl Rants. I'm Jan. And I'm Denise. And it is the holiday season. It is the holiday season. It's a holiday special. It is. And in uh, celebration of our holiday special, we're going to get shit-faced for you. <laughs> well, Isn't that what you do at the holidays? Piss-faced, maybe, but okay. not shit-faced. Okay. All right. So Denise and I thought that we would just mix up a couple of cocktails. Mm-hmm. Denise isn't driving, by the way. She's going to spend the night, so don't have to worry about that. And uh, talk about holiday stuff, funny holiday stories. Denise used to be a CHP officer, and I'm sure you pulled over many a drunk during the holidays. What do you look for when you pull somebody over for drunk uh, Weaving within the lane, uh, stopping for no reason. Um, when an oncoming car comes at your vehicle, a lot of times when you're drunk you're sensitive to light and you will swerve away unnecessarily from the center because the light bothers you and you're sensitive. Also, obviously, you know, going too slow because you're being overcautious because you know you're drunk Mm -hmm. and you don't want to get pulled over. Um, Most of the time people are going too slow, not necessarily too fast. Maybe if they're tweaking, they're going too fast, Mm -hmm. but um, th- you know, weaving within the lane, um, leaving your blinker on, not turning on your headlights. That's a big giveaway. Hello. <laughs> Get a clue. Yeah. And uh, even when, you know, you see someone flashing their lights at someone and they still don't respond because they're just not with it. The, that's another sign. Do you have any fun- funny drunk drivings? I mean, I know drunk driving is nothing to laugh about. It's the bad thing. Don't do it, people. I was no, only kidding. No. That's my disclaimer. But have you ever had any really funny Well, I have a stories? funny marijuana <coughs> driving story because this day and age is a marijuana world now. And what I find, and I might maybe incorrect about this, is that they always think they're going faster than they are. <laughs> and I pulled a guy over in San Francisco one night on 101 near Hospital Curb, which is by General Hospital. And he was going 35 in the number one lane, which is, you know, usually I think it's there. It's 65, maybe 55. And I uh, pulled him over, and he wanted to know what I pulled him over for. As the smoke billowed out and almost caught my hair on fire, um, I said, you're going 35 miles an hour on the freeway. Oh, man. You know? So, yeah, on you can get arrested for being under the influence of marijuana as quick as you can because it's, it's un- driving under the influence of drugs. Right. Absolutely. You're yeah. impaired. Especially marijuana impairs your reaction time big so time. So here's my claim to fame. Everybody that lives in California... When you get your driver license in the mail, there's, it comes with a drink chart. I think it comes with a vehicle registration oh, right. as well. Oh, right, the little black and white right. piece of paper. I designed that. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Well, I redesigned it because the other one wasn't. The, o- the other one was written by scientists. No one could freaking understand it. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. So I was given the task to redesign that whole drink chart and put it in layman's terms that every drunk can understand, mm-hmm. you know, and so, yeah, when you get that thing, it's all in color. It never used to be in color. It's very simple. You can understand what the little things mean. And, yeah, the, actually that whole insert where, that your driver's license comes on, I re- redesigned that whole thing, too. 
I got oh. an award for that. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. But and I learned and, and, uh, much to not because, you know, uh, I know when I open my mail, what I'm looking for comes out and the rest goes in the garbage. So hopefully people <laughs> actually read it. Yeah. Look at my drink chart, people. I designed <laughs> that thing. And it, it was so funny because I actually, my first draft that I sent to them, I put little cocktail glasses <laughs> You know, oh instead God. of this graph, I said, oh, I'm sure you had fun. Let's make this thing fun so that people will actually look at this shit, you know, and put little cocktail glasses. One cocktail glass. How many hours of the tax taxpayer's money is spent with you screwing around with little icons you and know, artwork? My hourly wage, you know, <laughs> and it was all for the people. I'm trying to keep drunk drivers off the road. So, you know, and I just want to make a disclaimer here. I just slurred my word. I'm not drunk by any stretch at this point. What are we so drinking, by the way? I'm just tired at this point. Oh, uh, vodka cranberry. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Vodka cran, pretty good. Yeah. So that way so you don't get a urinary tract so infection. So as we go along, we just, as no, you drink. We, just, we had dinner and we were just starting our little cocktail drinking. So we're kind of doing a little experiment. So when you're at the holidays, typically you're at a family function, you're having some cocktails, and then things start progressing during the evening and people are drinking a little bit too much and mm-hmm. then the fights start happening. And the well, it's usually when you're someone that, <laughs> so when you have a relative that you know you you don't like each other and they start putting their hand on your shoulder and you know, getting a little more handsy and then, I love you, man. You know, I've never told you how much I love you. And, oh, God, then you know it's all over with at that point. Oh, and they start talking about politics and Well, they religion, rehash, you know, they, they unearth re- ancient stories and remember when and. Uh, right, right. Yeah, it gets, uh, holidays, you know, over the years, I mean, holidays when you're a kid, fun santa claus mm-hmm. comes you get a bunch of presents and when you become an adult it's a big pain in the it's ass sad now i remember i still remember how i used to feel when i just could not wait to get up and i I'd get up super early and just so excited about running down and well when we lived up i had my room upstairs running down to open packages you know and that that whole excitement you know and that people you know that have kids have that they relive that through their children. So when you don't have kids, it's kind of sad because it's like, you know, it doesn't mean the same thing. What You know what it means to me? It's like, oh, God, do I have enough money for Christmas again? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Do, am I going to be able to, well, I was a single mother, and I put myself in debt. I mean, I used to rack up my credit card bills trying to overcompensate, thinking my kid was going to do without, and I'd it's a buy lot of him pressure. all this crap. But I remember when I was a kid, <clears throat> we'd visit my grandmother. We'd come out from Illinois to California. We did this a few Christmases. And she would get all of us kids up, cousins and her little kids, and crack a dawn. She's got the pots and pans, and she's whacking them together. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just like, get up, get up. She's whacking these pots and pans, and we're just She got into it. Yeah, she got into it. And, and, oh, my God, we were ripping into the presents. And then my sister lived on a big cattle ranch. And now let's fast forward. I'm probably about 11 or 12 years old. Still very excited about Christmas. You know, <laughs> so we go and spend every Christmas at my sister's house on the ranch up in Alturas. And we had to wait for my brother-in-law to go out and feed cows before we could open the presents. Now, let me th- let me paint the picture. It wasn't like he just walked out the back door and threw a, f- a couple flakes of hay and came back in the house. Feeding the cows on a 3,000-acre cattle ranch oh, took wow. freaking ever. And then, of course, he didn't get out of bed at the crack of dawn either. So he, you know, he gets out of bed when he feels like it. And then he has to go out and feed the cows. So we were like sitting there waiting and waiting 
and waiting and i'm looking at all the presents under the tree and i can't mm-hmm. open anything until he comes back in the house i'm like god dang it did you try, ever, ever try to steam open the presents Shh. oh yeah i did that and i got oh. caught <laughs> and i almost I, I came very close to not getting any gifts at all <laughs> and then one year we decided to open all of our gifts on christmas eve which was a real bummer and I'll, we'll never do that again because in the next day, it's like there's nothing to do. You just sit there and, okay. Alex's, Alex's family did that. They opened the presents on Christmas Eve. I can see a few just to, because, you know, usually you go yeah. to someone else's home for Christmas Eve and then you're spending it at your own home. And then you kind of split it and you have both. You well, know? What they did, they went to Midnight Mass. Oh. And then they came home from Midnight Mass and, you know, the once a year that they all went to church. Well, right. Well, <laughs> well, that's the other thing. And I never was really, I was not raised religious, so right. we didn't go to mass and we yeah. didn't have that, that kind of uh, joyous thing to look forward to. Right. Celebration of the Lord. <laughs> I, I, I remember my uh, memory of going to church was with my friend, my childhood friend and who was Roman Catholic. And we were in church, uh, I don't know, probably we were, you know, about 12 years old. And she just kept pointing out one of the guys in the choir had buck teeth and he looked like a beaver when he was singing. So all we I could do was fixate on this poor guy singing. And so we damn near peed our pants while we were in church laughing and we were getting yelled at by her mother <laughs> and others, you know, shut up, you girls, shut up. And I just could not get this poor guy's face out of my head of this beaver teeth guy <laughs> singing. Um, so that was uh, my church memory, you know, and then another friend... Um, the best story I don't really have any things that stick out that would make you guys laugh but the best story was uh, my friend and uh, they were at their family uh, Christmas Eve dinner and uh, her aunt got pissed at her son because she had a probably a couple of bottles of wine and they were sitting down for a nice dinner and she just suddenly had an epiphany about how that you never bought me a television set. And so she grabbed the the uh, tablecloth of the table and the whole and just ripped it and the whole oh dinner went out on the floor. God. So for years to come <laughs> after that, my friend and her brother would reference that, you know, momentous occasion by tugging on the, the tablecloth every time they would get together until they stopped getting together with that particular aunt. But oh my God. that's that's craziness. Um that is just, craziness. You know, can you imagine the whole dinner that people spent hours and days to prepare on I'd the kill floor? her. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. The cops would be coming to my house because I'd it would be a brawl. Yeah. It would be a fucking brawl. Well the holidays bring out either a real high <laughs> or a real low in you. There's never really a mixed uh, sweet spot. It's either you're really joyous about it and you're happier than a lark. Or you just start rehashing all this crap, and next thing you know, you're having these kind of moments where you yank the tablecloth off your table. Oh and my God! I, you know, so well, it's stressful. I mean, Christmas has become so commercial. Well, obviously, ye- for years now, it's become so commercialized. You know, p- probably post-war when people were mm-hmm. just, you know, becoming so buying this, buying that, and just that commercialism. Was probably just- before our time, <clears throat> it wasn't. But in our yeah. time, in no, our lifetimes, mom- it's always been commercial. Yeah, my, it, it, but my my mom and dad's age they got you know here, here's your little piece of chocolate and mm-hmm. here's some new socks here's a lump of coal yeah, Bobby. pretty much yeah you know be happy because that's going to keep you warm put that lump of coal in the far- furnace there because that's <laughs> going to keep you warm 
But yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't like this big thing. And then, of course, post-war in the 50s and everybody's buying all this commercialism, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. Then it just became this huge, Well, let me ask you this. Who the hell are these shit? people on these commercials recently? Well, not recently. Else. Who the hell can afford to buy a vehicle for mommy and daddy? I mean, they go out in the <laughs> driveway and there's vehicles for, for the husband and the wife. It's like, oh, oh I want the red one. They're, um, what? They're like planet, and $60,000. What friggin' planet are you living on to where someone can afford? I mean, who, I'm sorry. Who are they I'm marketing to? are rich people in who the world. The I get it. Who the hell are they marketing to? Uh, Not us. The 1%. Not us. One-tenth or 1%. Exactly. Oh, you know... um, and it just makes people feel bad about themselves. Yeah, that's <laughs> not fun. No, it's like I look. I look out the window at my '98 Civic. It's like Jesus, <laughs> you know. Oh, but you know, Bob and Carol. You know, they walk out in the you know in their robes with. And cup I of get coffee. the ro- I get the red one. I like the blue. Yeah. One. Oh well, you know, we can go. Well, there's another one out in the back if you want that one. <laughs> I don't know. I just that really is infuriates me. It's, it does serve no one. It serves no one. Oh my God. But I yeah. Know. Oh yeah. I, we each get a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> here's your Sherman tank here you well, go here's even, your jet yeah even with the Peloton commercial remember that where they hide the Peloton uh, stationary bike in the garage and th- the gift giver secretly riding the bike and so you know those goddamn things are expensive so is that the one that just got the commercial that just all the brouhaha because it's this this is that 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 was the um this one was a year or two ago where oh, okay where the um you know, this, the wife goes out and into the garage, you know, and, ri- and gets on the Peloton she got for her husband for Christmas and um, rides it and you know, uses it before he even gets on it. But those things are, <coughs> what are they, two grand, 25 Yeah, million? something ridiculous. Something like that. It's like, yeah, the, the commercials aren't catering to us. Normal people. Get lumps of coal Just for Christmas. Just normal, freaking, working <laughs> people. Yeah. You know, what do you want for Christmas? Like shops uh, at Walmart. My underwear is shot. I want I want a couple of pairs of underwear and maybe some <laughs> socks. <laughs> I get excited about socks now. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. You know, you're a hiker and you want these special oh. socks. You know, you get excited about socks and boots and. But yeah, I know. I, I, it's all I relative know. to what you're doing at the time. Yeah, I don't know. I think Christmas is sad. It just shows you. It's just you know, okay. Well, that's the end of the show, ladies sad. and gentlemen. It's sad. <laughs> oh, oh, but let me tell you. So here, take the bottle so of vodka and go drown no, yourself. No, in we're your all sorrows. Drink, we're all sad. So here's um here's something. So workers that go freaking cuckoo pants over the top crazy. We had this lady that worked in our office that brought in boxes and boxes and boxes of Christmas decorations for her cubicle boxes of this shit Somebody should now put it's a stake boiling in out of her cubicle mm-hmm. and we're talking nope. standing up santa clauses that talk and all these christmas no. trees that played music and oh my god it get was out. out of control get out and so we're going so finally the boss like okay you can't and they let her get away with this forever forever tell me it was after and thanksgiving then, and then yeah it was definitely after thanksgiving but oh my god so then one of the um, she got a, I think she got a new job or she had to now uh, work for one of the deputy directors or something. And that deputy director was like, hell no, you're not bringing this. You get to put one thing on your desk, lady. That's it. But I think it, oh my God, these people that go over the top like that, you can imagine what her house looks like. Mm. The inside of her house. Oh, she, no, she told me. She goes, oh yeah, I have like my whole garage. Is it wrong for me to be so it. negative to people that are like so joyous about every little thing <laughs> that I just want to put a fork in their forehead when I see shit like that? I'm sorry. Am I, is there something wrong us. with me? We're so <laughs> fucking over it. This is like the 50th time we walked by that Santa Claus that fucking started singing every time he walked by it. It's like, oh my God, we just wanted to just 
take that I shit. I probably would have found a chainsaw <laughs> to bring to work and took and Okay, let's talk about Christmas music. No, let's There's not. only like six songs, right? And and everybody does them differently, but there's We only should have called this the Grinch Stole I Christmas think show. Really, I think there really only is six Christmas songs. Right? I'm I'm going down I a road. I think less that, than 10. I'm going down a negative road right less now. Less than 10 Christmas about songs. Christmas songs. I'm sorry. <laughs> that are done over and over and over. I was thinking about this. I was in Target the other day and I'm like they're playing Christmas music and it was um Have yourself a Merry Christmas. I'm like and then it was after that it was Jingle Bells and after that it was Deck the Halls and after that it was, you know, it was the, the same fucking yeah, 10 I don't Christmas give a songs. Shit. The grandma got <laughs> ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> but it's the same songs. The bitch probably it's just deserved different it. people singing them. It's like can we not come? Can we can we come up with different Christmas songs? Why do we only have ten? I don't know. There you go. There's a job for you. <laughs> Why don't you Christmas pile that songs. shit on your list? Uh, we need new Christmas songs. So my thing, I'd like to rant about is the fact that yeah, you this know, is a rant show. I Let's love rant. Thanksgiving. Uh, let's not forget poor Thanksgiving because it just passed. It, yeah, it's come. Yeah, it Thanksgiving's has come and cool because a, you make a, a you second. make a meal. You're not dealing with oh, presents. but no. See, to me, it's the coming of the fall. I love the weather, turkey. I love the you know the whole bit. Uh, please wait till at least we can at least enjoy Thanksgiving before you start up with the freaking Christmas shit. I'm sorry, Christmas. You know, ha 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 ho. It's a joyous time, giving, and you know, you show your you know you're supposed to be very giving and all that. I just want a minute with Thanksgiving. Can I just have a minute before you put a <laughs> fork in it and call it done? Well, my son made a comment years and years ago when people started buying all this shit to put in their yards for Halloween, all the big blow-up things, and mm -hmm. this is for Halloween. He goes, since when did Halloween become Christmas? Right. Because now you buy the lights and the big mm -hmm. blow-up things and mm -hmm. all this crap for your yard for Halloween. And then Thanksgiving comes and really nothing happens there. And then all of a sudden all the Christmas shit goes out mm -hmm. in the yards. The best movie... And this is a Thanksgiving reference. I'm sorry because I'm still stuck on Thanksgiving because I love it. Is Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunter. That is the best movie where she comes home to her parents and her sister and all the drama. Oh my God, that movie! Have if you I haven't seen, seen it, if it you haven't, familiar, you need to see it. It's an older. It's an, it made in the '90s. Uh, well, Robert Downey Jr. I plays love her brother. Holly Hunter. I well, love her Carl. brother is Robert Downey Jr. And uh, is that chair comfortable? You want a different chair? No, I'm good. Okay. Um. I just we can get my, you a my depends chair. my depends shifted. It's I really had creaking, to. I had to. Noise. Okay, well. <laughs> I have this thing about. Noise. Yeah, and you're gonna get a fork in your head here in a minute. No, no. but it's the best movie ever. If you guys want a good laughter in the holidays, it it, it fits it every holiday or even you know when you're thinking about you have to go back to you see your family you haven't seen them or remembering all the drama. That's the best movie ever. Okay, so let me talk about when I lived in Germany. I loved Christmas because mm. they do Christmas there. It's way more subtle and it's way more, um, I don't know what it is, classy. Mm. You know, they don't they don't use the colored. It's St. Nick. They call it St. Nickel. Yeah, they don't call and, them and, Santa Claus, and, right? Yeah. It, well, they have a whole German name for, I forget what it is, but they, um, they have clear lights. They don't do the colored mm -hmm. lights. Well, they didn't back then when I lived there. It was just clear lights if they did any kind of lights at all. And it was more festivals. They had festivals. They have wine festivals and Christmas fe festivals. And they had like these wine trains. And and and, oh, and they had like this, this, this Glühwein, they called it. And it was like, ask Rosa about it. Because she, um, 
she's German. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was this warm wine that they served only at Christmas time, and it's spicy. And so you go like in the town center, and everything's really festive, but not nutty. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. such a cool vibe, and I thought if I was ever going to go back to Germany, it's going to be in Christmas time, and Christmas Eve they do a candlelight vigil to the cathedrals. Oh my God. I mean, it's like that I think was they have more freaking, traditional, freaking cool. More tradition around um, Christmas than they we do. do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have your different um, regions or some regions of Germany are more Protestant, some are more Catholic, mm-hmm. and we happen to live in a very Catholic region. And, you know, they had cathedrals on every freaking hillside with their bells ringing and, you know. But, yeah, you know, midnight, all the bells would be ringing and everybody had their candle candles and they're doing the candlelight vigils up to the churches. It was just, like, so freaking cool. So it's probably more based in religious religion. It is. It, it, it um, is. Well, you know. But even though I'm not Catholic, nice I just thought it was freaking cool. Well, there's there's festivals <laughs> in America that are fun and um, people make up their own traditional goofy ass things to do for christmas you know so families have different things that they do like you know I just christmas eve we you know we go jump in the right ocean but or, i felt you know, there whatever. in germany their christmas wasn't as crazy commercialized like black mm-hmm. friday and shop here and shop shop yeah. shop shop, oh, shop. Yeah, it's nuts. it wasn't like that mm-hmm. at all i mean they they did have their presence and they did that but it just didn't i did not have that feel of hectic and it was just a cool classy christmas time yeah it was cool. And you know, we're also in another place in the United States that Christmas is really cool is Chicago. If you go hmm. to Chicago, go Christmas time, man. They do it up there. It's cool. Yeah, because Chicago's not commercial at all. Right. But you know what? What is it? The it's, Avenue of Americas, which is like the shopping uh, I, I don't mothership. know. I'm, I'm just talking like downtown. Oh, I know. I know. Down, Chicago. I love Chicago. I've been there you know, twice. They, I, like they, I mean, they decorate all the... Um, the department stores are just done mm-hmm. ima- uh, unbelievable. Well, you know what we do in California is people go to Disneyland during holidays, during right. Christmas, so they can experience all that grandeur. Well, you know, I think, too, weather has something to do with it. When you're when you're in a place where it's snowing mm-hmm. and you have that, that vibe. It's more, dr- it's more dramatic. It is. Mm-hmm. In California, it's just rainy and shitty and muddy. And or, it's or it's not doing anything. 85 degrees right. if you're down in L.A. Exactly. Who could, you know, it, it kind of takes the luster out of it, the right. whole because Christmas is, you know, snow and yes. cold and yes. fall and winter. So I think that was part yeah. of the magic of it in Chicago was that it was colder than hell. I mean, freaking hell. Well, I've been there when it's been so humid and hot that you just melt into a big puddle. And then I've been there when I watched a newspaper rack rolling, tumbling <laughs> down the street. So, you know, I've been there both extremes. Yeah. So, Are you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. Okay, so... Um, we're going to go ne- get another cocktail, and we might start slurring our words. It'll get interesting. And then... then My lower teeth are going to lose. I have to go get some uh, some. We should... Denture. Too bad we didn't have a real a, a sober police officer here to give us a sobriety test. <laughs> it's like we had a party one time and um, was a police officer at mm. the time. And she, she did like nystagmus eye test. Yes. On you. Oh, yeah. Don't yes. you just hate that? Isn't that so annoying? Yes. I've and, done that before. And, and so, yeah, you put the flashlight in the eyes, and, if they, and she... You have to follow the finger, and if they if the eyeball jitters, mm-hmm. you know, as tracking. It's called, it's called uh, <laughs> horizontal gaze nystagmus. It's a it's an actual physical medical thing that happens when you have alcohol in your blood. Your your eyes cannot smoothly track an object, and they jerk involuntarily, and you cannot prevent that. So no mm-hmm. matter how you try to talk straight and answer the right question, you know, answer with the right answers, your eyeballs tell it all. No kidding. Yeah, they, it's it's you cannot fix on the fingertip without 
a jerky motion because your eye cannot track it and hold and it. And alcohol it. will do that no matter alcohol how. Alcohol will do you it. You can it's walk that line. You can stand on one right. foot. You can put your That's finger on your do nose. That you can do all thing. that shit. But if they call it for short HGN, horizontal <clears throat> gaze nystagmus, and that is an indicator. And they can get it down to the point where the onset of HGN, like you're, you know, you got like a 90 degree. Um, it depends on where the onset starts. How about how much alcohol the police officer could determine is in your blood like at this degree it might be a 0.10 and so it's a whole science interesting consult your chart i thought i made those and put those in your driver's license you didn't put it in my how chart. many cocktails brings oh. you to a 0.10 oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember that one yeah well it's I w- not colored but it had a picture of a person that goes home and another person with handcuffs on and then how many cocktails do you have to drink between those two people <laughs> to make the difference <laughs> well and you can be arrested even though you're below um point zero eight. yeah you can still be arrested for being well it, there's two parts to it there's um unable to operate a motor vehicle in a safe manner mm-hmm. um if you are a lightweight yeah you can be arrested point zero eight is the minimal but if they could show that you're driving like a fool because you just can't handle it, a lot of times the police officer will look at something else might be on board. Like you might have some prescription meds on board. There could, there's a combination. There's all kinds of things that they start to look at. If you really have a low blood alcohol and, and you're acting cray-cray and you can't drive with a shit. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, went off the road a couple of times and you're blow into the little PAS machine, point zero eight, and they're like, wait a minute, what else are you on? Or maybe you're just it just affects you or something else is going on mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. go on and on about that i know it's interesting though because there's drunk drivers out there oh i, I tell you what i called 911 alex and i called 911 on a drunk driver one night that was we were on a two-lane highway coming <laughs> we're from talking about this while we're drinking i know Link, <laughs> that was charlatans oh my god from lincoln to wheatland which is like a half an hour drive mm-hmm. we followed this guy that was going Weaving, weaving to oncoming traffic and mm. back in, oncoming traffic to back in. Mm-hmm. Oncom- we Scary. followed this fucker all the way from Lincoln to Wheatland on the phone with 911 thinking, okay, you need to call Wheatland PD and have them waiting for this mm-hmm. asshole mm-hmm. At, at the city limits, right? Because right. he's heading right in. They get him? No. Nope. He rolled right through town. They never did shit. Well, they... They're, you know, they're not sitting in one, you know, they're not I everywhere. Know. I know, but it's so frustrating. So, when you, you know, see, when you follow somebody that freaking drunk oh, I've, for so I've, long. I've called in a lot and I've arrested <laughs> a lot and I've seen a lot. And so, you know, you got to realize that. I know. The any cops given counter, there might be maybe two highway patrol in that county for that time. Right. One may, but they both be on an accident. Right. Or they both might be on the other end of the county. And by the time they get there. Because they all, everyone always responds. It's a, it's an urgent situation, <laughs> but they can't always get See, there. See, that's in time. what they need to like. And the target's moving too, so they need to use drones. They need to get drones in the air. Just we like we have in, so many drones just, in the air, just they'd, like have, they'd have need an air just traffic like controller for the drones. <laughs> <laughs> all the j- jerks driving out there. Fucking drone that flies yeah. over his car and hooks him with like those hooks, oh, grappling hooks. A <laughs> couple of more drones crash because there's like six of them in the air right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good and idea. They, just, they shoot his tires out or some shit. I don't know. It was just so freaking frustrating. It is. It's very frustrating. Oh, this guy was you wonder, so you know, what, drunk. What happened? Oh you know, you want to know what so happened. so drunk. Right. Oh, he came so close to head-onning. I mean, mm-hmm. th- probably four or five times. 
and we were talking on the phone with the 911 operator going he's about right and she was a bitch too mm-hmm. that's another freaking rant of mine some of these 911 people are just assholes they're just assholes mm-hmm. I, I mean i'm not talking about all of them but the couple of times that i've had to deal with 911 they're just man Takes like all kinds of you, people to make you, up the world. You don't want to freaking call nine one one because you don't want to get yelled at. You know, it's yeah. like shit. They got a tough job. <laughs> they do. They talk to all walks of life and <sighs> all different kinds of conditions, and it's tough. But yeah, no, I've, well, I've got a couple of those on the phone too. So they don't have to do that job. Nobody's forcing them. Nobody's forcing them to do that fucking job. That's what yeah, I there's say. There's some jaded people. God, man. Oh, I know. I've heard some. The news media have gotten hold. Did you got you got to go? I got to get up and go to the bathroom. I mean, you're killing me over here. It's like <laughs> marathon cast. All right, we'll take a break and come back. <laughs> okay. We are back. Yeah, Jan was talking to me about living in a tiny town. Well, I could never live in a tiny house because I have too much shit. So I'd end up living in a tiny town with, and I'd own all the buildings in the town. <laughs> And this is after a whiskey sour. Yes. This, this revelation has come well, of her have, dreams you know, of well, living I have, in a you tiny know, a music town. music room, and I have my art thing, and I have this, and I have that. I was like, yeah, I could never live in a tiny house. i got too much shit going Would on. Would you be the tax collector as well? Absolutely. I'd own the water company and the utilities, and I would be the mayor of tiny town. <laughs> and, my t- <laughs> and every building in tiny town would have all my shit. God, the things you learn about your friends. I'm I, telling you. I had no idea such dreams that well, you I had. Well, I have gadgets. You know, Denise knows that I am, you know, I have camera gadgets. And we just did our Santa pictures just now. And I bring out my photo my photo lights. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, honey, I got no foundation on. Let's let's be cool with the harsh lighting. Let's, let's nix the harsh lighting for See? tonight. Because I own all this crap. So, yeah, so it instead it turned out of a picture where we're kind of looking at each other suspiciously. <laughs> I know, exactly. Like, why are we doing this? Oh, yeah, it's fun. So I, I, I mixed myself up at Whiskey Sour. Do you like do you like Whiskey Sours? You know, um, I think I find that it's not so much that you're mixing talents, it's that the whiskey. I'm not, I'm not feeling the whiskey tonight. I'm a, I'm a Stoli <laughs> or Vodka you're a, Cran. You're a vodka or a gin person. Not gin at all. No, gin, no gin. Gin makes people do evil things. No, I'm I'm vodka. I like a Stoli or Belvedere, you know, fancy mm. vodka. Alex got me into the whiskeys. So mm-hmm. I'm tasting the different whiskeys, kind of like wine. You have the, they, they taste, do, they do taste different. For for the longest time, they all tasted the well, same. Well, they have whiskey like flights that you could taste now. Mm. It's Friar Tux, as a matter of fact. Okay. That yeah. is up in Nevada City. You'll fly somewhere, maybe some place destination that you wanted to, or, <laughs> or perhaps fly your, or fly your ass to jail, or pl- I mean, perhaps how, a planet you, you didn't do, plan on. How, I mean, okay, how do you do? You know, you do wine tasting, you do whiskey flights, you do all this stuff, and then you got who's driving your ass home? Just talk, you know, planning. I'm telling you, it is. You know, it sucks though with Alex and I because we live all the way out here in the boondocks. Yeah, you do. You know, you can't get an u- no Ubers coming out here. Nor where I live as well. It's, it's yeah. no, there's no uh, catching a cab So home. one person's going to be the designated driver and have the big bummer night. Or a mildly amusing night as you sit back and watch <laughs> the others make fools of themselves. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm the one, if I'm sober... I want to go home early. Which has its attributes. But I want to go home early. It's like, like, oh, no, we want to stay. So I was like, oh, I want to go to bed. Yeah, there's always that obstacle, that yes. different 
you know view what? of the evening. Like he's having one evening, and you're having an entirely having different evening. I mean, I'm mean, having a good time, <clears throat> but it's like okay, it's nine thirty, ten o'clock. I'm ready to go. And Jesus, I would have been in drugs bed by or not. an hour by this point. Right. Yeah, it's hard being the designated. So, driver. as I used to ask, do you feel the effects of the alcoholic beverage that you've consumed? Oh, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I are, you, are you? I uh, couldn't drive. I'd be a totally DUI right now. So when you um, feel that, when you're in your special place, are you like a? I I've witnessed you be a, like a happy person that's drunk. Some people get mad. They get mean. Yeah, and I have the I have a few of those friends that that have um yeah alcoholics. Pretty much. And when mm-hmm. they drink, they just get mean and nasty. and They turn into someone else. Yeah, yeah, they totally do. And it's and it's a real negative thing. Doesn't it's play well with others mm-hmm. in any reindeer games. Yeah. Uh, nope. Doesn't. Not, no. Not Rudolph. Not to, <laughs> oh, what was your favorite cartoon? They, took your, a, they got a 30-odd six and shot Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think Rudolph was the worst cartoon ever? I loved it. It was about my favorite. See, not like cartoon. It's the animatop. Uh, anima- I try saying that after a couple <laughs> of bodies animatronic Rudolph guy Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it's a you know a Santa Claus is coming to town these are the classics these are the ones I that have to be like in every child's one. life I did not like the Rudolph one which is the one with Mr. Cold and Mr. Heat I'm Mr. Cold Miser <laughs> uh, <laughs> and his twin I'm no. Mr. 101 <laughs> remember that one no one they lived in a cave one was a hot and the other one was Mr. Coldmiser. Was this a Christmas cartoon? Yeah, I think it was Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, see, you guys I, out there listening, I'm I don't sure think someone I like out there's like, either. oh yeah, no, that was a good one. My favorite one was the Grinch who stole Christmas. My, the Dr. Seuss man, because he was, was a sarcastic evil bastard. Every oh my god, the people in Whoville <laughs> steal everything except and even a, the piece of cheese for the mouse. I know. Why wow, you, you need know some what? help? You need to go see a therapist if that's but he your came favorite. Around. He came around because of little begrudgingly. What was it, little Susie Who? After he got caught, what was a little girl, <laughs> little Susie Who, or Susie Who and Whoville? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That and was you my know, favorite. you think about that. You look back on that and you say, "How many times have I walked by one of those little, little uh, cattails or whatever, and just blew on it and just let it fly <laughs> away?" There's a whole goddamn town in there. You murderous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you killed a population of 65 all in one breath. You're evil. Oh, well. You know, somebody's got to do it. It's called urban cleansing. See how the channels of one's <laughs> mind opens up a little bit with alcohol? It's not a good thing. Alcohol okay, never so, does anybody but, any favors, but it is amusing at the moment. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas mu- Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say... Toy Story, or not Toy Story, but uh, a Christmas Story, because that would be just too too population. And it's a it is too, such, it is such a good movie, but yeah, you're right. It is, but it ain't. Ours know. is Bad Santa. Oh God. <laughs> That's why you like the Grinch? You're an evil bitch. That's why. <laughs> Bad Santa is awesome. Oh my God. Oh no, Can I have I make one. Make you a sandwich. <laughs> What is it with you and your fucking sandwiches? <laughs> no, no. Um, the ref, the ref with Dennis Leary and Catherine movie? O'Hara. Yes, he goes into a town. He's a thief. Him and his idiot buddy, his partner in crime, go into this Connecticut town, and they end up uh, holding a whole family hostage. Kevin Spacey and Kathleen O'Hara. 
are the husband and wife that argue so much that it even drives the crooks crazy. And they take them hostage in their home. And then the, the mother-in-law comes for dinner, and they don't know what's going on. Best movie ever. Christmas movie. That's it. It's called The Ref. Have I seen this? I probably have. If you haven't, Did it come out I in need the 80s? to introduce you to that. Huh? Was it an 80s movie? I think so. 90? I think, well, yeah. Um, it is gold. It's Christmas gold. Y- you know what? The 80s had the best comedy movies. Oh, the, all those Chevy, Chevy Chase. Oh, my Chase, God. There were La- so many. You know, Fast Times at yeah. Ridgemont High. I mean, there were so many what's good the one, 80s what's movies. What's the one with Chevy Chase where the squirrel comes flying out of the tree? <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. Christ- Christmas Vacation. Yeah. You know, and he's like, what's that Eddie sound? Comes with the orb. What's that sound? And he looks <laughs> into the Christmas tree, that freaking rodent comes flying out. It's <laughs> the, that is the best scene in the whole oh movie. Oh, my God. I, I lo- no, Cousin Eddie with RV. Oh yeah, and, he, and, and the he, septic. And he's got the oh, thing; his shitter's God. full. Yeah, <laughs> and he's pumping all the shit down uh, the gutter. Oh my uh, God! I'm I mean, sure we're stirring up a lot of. Uh, you're starting to reflect on the movies that you liked, yeah, uh, or like during the holidays. But I guess we kind of tend towards the uh, dark and sarcastic <laughs> and evil, maybe because yeah. Jan likes the Grinch and yeah. Bad, Santa Bad Santa and Bad Santa's yeah. the best. Wow, oh I think God. we need to we need to get you some sessions. <laughs> You're not, Maybe. you know, you're not going for those romantic yeah. Hallmark, a Christmas, Christmas love Christmas story. Christmas wasn't always a big happy time. Well, it wasn't my childhood, but in my adult years, it just wasn't a happy, happy time. It was like, okay, the obligatory have to go to the family and, you know. It's all pressure. Uh, it's pressure. It's fucking pressure. That's and the word, over word of the, of the season is pressure. Yeah, it was just pressure. You know, it's, uh, means different things for different people. Yeah. But and we've it does, it Alex means and pressure I've lightened for a lot. To, um, we got to the point where we, we just said, okay, we are not even going to do Christmas with family. We're going to be a, we're going to go away. <laughs> oh so yeah. When you got year, busted. So the first year, the <laughs> they first stalked year, your ass. we decided we're just going to like stay at home. We're not going to go anywhere. We're going to stay in our pajamas. We're going to watch a bunch of movies. We're going to eat junk food and we're going to close our doors, lock the gate, blah, 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 blah. I swear to God, this is the first year we, we, d- we decided to do this. Everybody in the neighborhood decided that was the day they wanted to come see the Mendozas. <laughs> Neighbors Hostages we never in your own met. Home. Neighbors we oh, never me. met were knocking at the door. Because that was before we had the electric gate, so people could just open it's the gate. It's kind of like in. when I was trying to receive my iPhone. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, for the first day and the only day of the entire year, I leave my gate open. And everybody's I, coming into your gate. I captured Jehovah's UPS Witnesses <laughs> instead of the delivery <laughs> man. That was us. You know, I missed a lot of Christmases working as a cop. I mean, you know, I, I have, I'm starting to think back on Christmas morning driving up and down 70 with my lights on because to slow people down in the fog. And this is in Yuba County, so it gets very foggy along 70. And um it's horrible, it's treacherous. Very it shit out of dramatic me. Christmases I've spent because either I was working <laughs> or you know, and you're alone when you're working. It was a sad and lonely kind of a, an existence. I always wonder about <laughs> Because I worked, I had to work a lot of holidays too. When I worked in radio, I was always mm-hmm. I was like on the air during Christmas, um, but nothing like being a, a, a police officer because you're seeing like all this negative crap on Christmas Day. Yeah, you got It's really hard to keep your head above water um, emotionally and spiritually when you know you're basically you know submitted to a lot of negative things and from human nature, but. 
on the other side of it, um, a lot of really miraculous, heartfelt things have happened on Christmas, too, where you see the goodness in people. And so, you know, mm-hmm. besides all that horse well, shit. Well, give me a miraculous story that happened to you on Christmas. <laughs> Let's well, hear just, a Christmas miracle of a cop. Well, miracle is a very strong word. Just um, being in uh, probably the worst moment of someone's life that's been in an accident and being able to try to, if minimally, comfort someone just by being there and being compassionate as a person, Mm -hmm. you know? And so uh, in the worst moment of their life, Right. You know, and so there's a lot of power to that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, um, um, you know, it brings out a lot of thoughts about, you know, wow, um, in the bad, there could be, you know, it could present good in a bad situation. And for me, for myself personally, it was rewarding in some instances where I was there to, you know, at whatever level that I can muster provide some sort of comfort because I wasn't being an asshole and salty and business-like. I was being a human being next to another human being that's been, it's going through a very traumatic situation. Mm -hmm. So in that, that, that was very powerful for me. So, but anyway, let's lighten this show up a little bit. You, know, you think about firemen, you're like, um, well, they you think show about up, they got to show up to somebody's all, house that burnt down on Christmas everybody's, Day. You know? Everybody that's a first responder goes through mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. It's kind of a melancholy. Emergency room nurses, dark, I mean, all of it. Dark and light combo mm-hmm. that you just don't know where to, how to think and where to be. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of nurse friends that go through that. You know, I mean, it's just obviously you're in a position that, to be exposed to um, extreme depths of something. You right. Know. Well, so. I loved working Christmas when I was in radio because I didn't have to be at the family's house. <laughs> it was an my escape. Excuse. It was yeah. my, sorry, got to work. Sorry, working Christmas. Working. Yep, sorry. Can't, can't be there. Yeah. Working. You know. Hey, as long as dad wasn't falling asleep in the easy chair and burning the house down because his cigarette fell onto the easy chair, we were good. You know, as long as we got to make it through the night without the house on fire and it, no one fighting, we were good. I wish it was snow. Yeah. Yeah. In Wheatland? Yeah. And you think has. that's going to happen? No. <laughs> it's It has snowed here. I have video of it. I mean, well, it's snowed snow. at my place. I'm only at like 800 feet above sea level. Yeah. And it's snowed in Marysville. And if it can snow there, it'll snow here. That's true. Well, listen, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Happy Kwanzaa and Hanukkah as well. Oh, those are pretty big words for a little yes. lady. Yes. I, I celebrate Festivus for the rest of us. You never heard of Festivus? I think I'm going to hear about it now. Seinfeld? Oh, Se- God. <laughs> Seinfeld. Don't do that to me. I didn't pay that much attention then, and I'm not paying yes, that much attention I now. I celebrate Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> well, God bless you. Thank you very much. All right. We're out of here. And we are... Denise. Wait. What? You can't test me like that. You can't kill me when I'm drinking. I'm Denise. You asked me who I was. To say I'm Ranch Girl Ranch would be not accurate because that's plural. I'm Denise. I can only answer for myself. Let's try that again. Let's take two, producer lady. We are. Oh, okay. See? We are Ranch Girl Ranch. Ranch.